Well, welcome back, everyone. It is Saturday, and we're here again with our live stream, so thank you for joining us. And this is part one of our series under the five T's, which is all about transformation, transparency, truth, and trust. My name is Brian, and uh, so you can see Bridget and I, here we are, we're here with you live. And we're going to get into it today. We've got a fantastic session planned for us, and uh, we actually have a special guest that's also going to be joining us. And today we're going to be focused in on a very unique topic, and this is something that Bridget really brought to the table and wanted to uh, set as a foundation under the five T's, and that's talking about authenticity, because I think a lot of all of what we want to talk about when you talk about your tra being transparent, uh, living in your truth, and also gaining or giving trust a lot of that has to do with really first understanding truly who you are from an authenticity standpoint and starting to be able to be comfortable and live your life from that standpoint bridget how are you doing today i am doing great i am doing great i am so excited about the 5t series i'm double excited about today talking about being authentic and actually i'm in the audacity to become <laughs> uh, authentic um I'm excited. Yeah, this is going to be a great day. And as I said, we do have a, a special guest host joining us, and uh, she's going to join us here in a moment. So, Bridget, let's dive into it just, just a little bit deeper. We're going to start first and foremost just by kind of giving you uh, an introduction to what we see the important things are when we talk about what is audacity and how that then ties to uh, you being an authentic person. So let me give you some definitions on that. So we're starting off talking here, obviously, about audacity. What does that mean? So just a quick definition at a high level, uh, basically a willingness to let your behaviors be bold, daring, fearless, right? So truly stepping out there, standing out there and, and, and representing who you truly are, what you truly believe in, and, and being comfortable and being okay with that, having the audacity to do that. How does that then feed into authenticity? Authenticity or being authentic from a description standpoint is, uh, you know, you, you are undisputed in character. You have you're genuine, real, you're an original, you're being true, especially being true to yourself. And that's all based in fact. It's actual, it's reliable, it's reliable, and it's also trustworthy. Bridget, what do you want to uh, add on top of any of that that we just talked about? And I will say um, personally, um, I live by these two words um, right now. If I wanted to describe how I live my life, um, and it has not always been this way. It's an internal process, um, and it wasn't really favorable either. I um, mean, we'll talk about that later, but it's very important, actually. Um, and, and being your true self, you, you have to take some bold steps. Mm -hmm. You have to take some bold steps. Absolutely, you do. So that's what we're going to get into today. We're going to really dive deeper into helping you understand having the audacity to be your authentic self, what that looks like. Uh, and it, it's, again, it's going to be a very dynamic day today. So let's get into it. Well, my name is Brian, and I am the founder of the VOV Network, and I'm joined today by my co-host, Bridget, and lucky enough for me today to actually have two lovely lady co-hosts joining me. So, Bridget, uh, how about you introduce yourself real quick? 
Hello, I'm Bridget Kenny. I am the founder and director of Building Bridges Outreach and Mentor Program and Beautiful Girls. I am happy to be here and I am so excited about our, our guest, our uh, other co-host. I have known her for quite a while. She's been monumental in the startup of my organization. So Tristina, I'm going to let you introduce yourself. Hi, Brian. Hi, Bridget. I am Tristina Jones. I'm the founder of Halo Foundation. And I met Bridget uh, in Texas, but I am currently in Indiana. I uh, came here uh, to do full-time ministry and just found myself uh, connecting more and more to this community. But I am loving the opportunity to be here with y'all today, especially on the topic of being authentic. Uh, I've heard a lot of feedback on who people see me as. And uh, so we'll dive into some of that today. And I, I'm, I'm going to love sharing some of what I've heard people say about me and being authentic and what I think about being authentic as myself. Welcome, 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 welcome. Yes, definitely welcome. Uh, and we, we're looking forward to this being a, a very uh, session is going to be very interesting, but also we want it to be very interactive. So there's three of us here. Any of you who are joining us online, uh, definitely please share your comments and your thoughts in the chat. Uh, we, we look forward to that and we will be <clears throat> monitoring that and, and responding to any questions or comments that you do happen to have uh, in the chat session. So we greatly appreciate that as well. Uh, let's get into it. I'm going to bring in the presentation again. And uh, Bridget, if you'll kind of pick up where I left off there. Absolutely. Authenticity. Why is it important? So I got this quote from Arthur Brene Brown. Um, she's, you know, widely a renowned author and it's from her book, Gifts of Imperfection. And she said, oh, the audacity of authenticity. You're going to confuse, piss off and terrify lots of people, including yourself. So we must learn to own our truths through boldness, courage and always stand up for our personal beliefs and values. And I love, love this quote, um, the concept of being authentic, but, but not only that, the audacity to do so, because when we come up in our, on our authentic self, a lot of people were like, well, she got her nerve, you know, um, you know, the audacity to tell me that or the audacity to tell me your truth. Right. And people are taken aback about that. Right. But we have to own that. We have to own that. Um, and it is a process, as I've said before, and not a favorable one, as I said before, but oh my God, um, you learn about yourself first. Mm -hmm. And then surprisingly, you learn about the circle around you mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, I want to go add something on top of that, Bridget. One of the things that always comes to mind when I talk about authenticity and being authentic to yourself has to do with um, people pleasing. And, and one of our mm -hmm. previous episodes, I think there were three or four of us on that particular session and the topic of people pleasing came up and like everybody's hand kind of went, yeah, I can, <laughs> I can, I'm in, I'm, I'm in a recovery program for that. Right. Um, and that's, I think one of the biggest pieces that drives a lot of holding back on what you choose to withhold mm -hmm. or truly not stand for. And, and then you're not actually being, authentic or putting your true face out to the world. And that's really what we want to get into today is helping you show you some ways and some different things so you can start to move towards being comfortable, just owning it. And and, and that word is underlined here, you know, you have to own your truths. And that that's really what's important about this. 
Yes, and um, I, I just want to say this before, Tristina, because I know you have plenty to say. Um, as you said, it's not going to be, you know, you, people are going to be pissed off. Um, and the audacity for you to own your truth. And I mean, it's a boldness about it, but it takes a lot of, and we've talked about this over and over again, self-awareness. Mm -hmm. And you, and then you start not wanting, and I'm a recovering people pleaser um, as well. <laughs> and so, um, you know, you, you just, you get to a point where you say, no, I don't like that. Or no, I don't want to go there. Just simple things like that. No, I don't want to go there. And I, I never really like to go there. Um, or no, I'm not going to do it that way. I think what I'm going to start doing is doing it this way. And those are simple um, uh, statements, but to people that have been around you and you've tried to please your whole life, basically, they won't get it at first and they're going to be really mad um, as well. Tristan, did you want to have something you want to say? No, they're not going to be mad, as Brene Brown said. They're going to be pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, to be honest, I've experienced that because when you have been a people pleaser, when you have found yourself, you know, um, kind of being pushed to the side so you can put everybody else before you, mm -hmm. that's exactly what happens when you start to show up as your authentic self. Mm -hmm. They're like... I heard Oprah say this. She said, um, uh, most people, when you think of audacity, they're like, who does she think she is? Mm -hmm. When mm -hmm. you show up as your authentic self, people will wonder who she thinks she is. Mm -hmm. And the, the, the thing that I absolutely love about authenticity is you get to show up as yourself, mm -hmm. but you have to also choose to show up as yourself. Mm -hmm. And, when I decided I was no longer going to be a people pleaser, I decided I'm going to show up as myself mm -hmm. and I don't want your permission. I don't need your permission and I'm not going to ask you for your permission. Mm -hmm. That took me a long time. I think I was in my late 30s mm -hmm. and I'm, I'll be 49 this year. So it took me a while. And um, one of the things that I've learned now as a as a recovering people pleaser is uh, in my being authentic, I have learned how to exercise my no, mm -hmm. so, no that can, so that I can flex my yes in those things that I want to do. I'm no longer putting anybody else before me and uh, mm -hmm. what it is I desire. So that's kind of what I see is, is being authentic and just having the audacity to say, this is who I am. It's not a love it or leave it, but it's this is who I am. I'm, I'm very open to people accepting my authenticity and the audacity for me to show up as myself. And I just hope that they're okay with that. And if you are recovering people pleaser or you need to get on that bandwagon, hopefully seeing other people live in their authenticity allows you to say, I want to do that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah I, uh, I want to, uh, jump in on that too because you know the the power of no and and you know bridge and i've talked about this before and why that is important mm -hmm. uh because as a people pleaser you know you, you're you're opening yourself up trying to give and be and support and and but then yeah. you kind of get lost in all of that because you, you get yeah. pulled pushed and pulled in so many different directions and get overwhelming to you uh and but you have this fear of saying no because you, you don't want to upset people and you know you don't want to be judged in the wrong way, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But at the end of the yeah. day, it's you really you to show up as your your best self, 
which is what we talk about a lot, uh, you have to care for yourself. And that's one of the, the first places that you start is to make sure that you are feeling whole. You're not feeling overwhelmed. You're not stressed to, you know, we're just pulling your hair out. Uh, and so recapturing yourself, recapturing your emotions and being able to reel those things back in. And most of that does start with the ability to just go, no, I cannot. So uh, that that's a good foundational place to start. And I did, you know, and I talked, we've talked about it before, um, Brian and I, but um, Tristina and I, I made it a pretty comical, but no is Bay to me. <laughs> I mean, because, you know, Bay, he comforts, he or she comforts you, as supposed to, comforts you and make, you know, helps you relax and makes you feel good about what's going on. Uh, no does that too. Yeah. No does yeah. that too. Um, so no, to me is Bay. I'm gonna get a T-shirt put uh, printed out with that on there and wear it around my kids. No, <laughs> no is Bay right now. Absolutely, you know. And uh, I want to just add one thing on that. I I I equate no. I call it the power of no, or in, in a way, it's self empowerment. Right. If you mm-hmm. want to empower yourself, if you want to recapture your empowerment, the best way to do that is by using the word no. And, and, and understanding where those borders and having those boundaries and standing up for those things in your life. Uh, and that will be so empowering for you as you move forward. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So let's bring the presentation back in and let's talk a little bit more about um, what an authentic life looks like. Right. Um, Bridget, you want to cover this? You want me to cover this? You can go ahead and cover this. All right. So talking about an authentic life, I mean, obviously one of the the biggest pieces when you start to be authentic, you're opening yourself up. It's like layers to an onion, right? You're becoming Mm -hmm. more vulnerable. So being vulnerable enough to, um, you know, open yourself, to put yourself out there, to confront the truths that are out there, uh, all of those things that come out in your life that are going to be explored and there's some self-exploration that needs to happen as you go through this journey uh, about truly understanding what your truths are. And in our previous session, if you missed it, definitely go back and take a look. We were talking about the five T's and and the different parts of transparency, truth, and trust. Uh, when When we were specifically talking about truth, we talked about your truth and the truth, which even could be one topic, there could be two different perspectives on what that Mm -hmm. looks like. So really starting to understand what it is and what the differences are with that are the important pieces of the the self-exploration as as you go through that. Um, So that's the first bullet point. Um, Second thing here talks about letting go of an idea of who you are or what others should be. So, you know, sometimes we get so hooked on feeling like we've got to fit this certain mold, you know, that's that old saying about being in the box or getting out of the box or, or whatever term you want to look at, however you want to look at that. So understanding that there is no box, first and foremost, just get that whole concept out of your head that you're not trying to get into one, you're not trying to get out of one. There is no box. There are no limitations from that standpoint. So just let that idea go. Stop trying to either be what you think you should be because other people want you to be that way. Uh, or what, or even think about what you think other people should be, because mm-hmm. now you're placing that same judgment mm-hmm. in, the, in the opposite direction. I see I'm some sorry. heads nodding. Anybody want to chime in on any of that? I would say the letting go part is I highlighted that um, the letting go of the idea. And that is extremely hard. It takes some work. Right. Because you're used to mm-hmm. being or uh, you're 
if you were a people, if you are or were a people pleaser, your goal, the end was to be who you are and other people thought you think you should be, right? So that's what you've been working on all this time. So now when you start to study this and become more self-aware, you want to you, you want to display this authentic person that you are, you gotta you gotta change your whole mindset now. And your goals are gonna change as well. Mm-hmm. So the letting go is extremely it's, it's doable, but it's extremely hard, um, especially in the goal of the idea that of, of, of what others thought you, you should be. So they're going to portray those thoughts onto you, of course, as you go through this life journey. And so that's what you're working on. Oh, yeah, you're right. I do well in that. I should be that. Mm-hmm. And so now you're on this journey to what other people think. Mm-hmm. And then that's it's a fear in that as well. And we'll talk about that later because now you're scared because you really don't want to be this person or do this thing, but you're mm-hmm. trying so hard because you're you're pleasing other people. So to let to let go of that is very hard. And as and I underline vulnerable as well because that ties into the letting go. You know, opening yourself up to confront your truth. Um, you have to deal with self now, and that is you know, I found it was eye opening within itself. Right. And um, so that is my take on that. Um, Tristina, you have anything you want to um, input? Yes. I wrote down uh, when Brian said there is no box. So let's get rid of the box. And I said there is no box of limitations. And I think when we're looking at being our authentic selves, when you put people in a box, whether it's yourself or others, you're limiting them. They can't show up sometimes as their authentic selves. Mm -hmm. And so what I've learned, especially in ministry, is you just accept people the way they show up. We do not have to bring any ideas of who we think people should be, who we want them to be, because we have, in essence, put them in a box and we have limited them, limited them to the box that we put them in and what we think they should fit or how they should fit in that box. So that's what I wrote. But I want to talk about real quick um, the the ability to to stand in your truth and being authentic. Uh, Years ago, I heard Susie Orman. I've been on this journey of of being debt-free for a long time. And I heard her in one of her conferences say, stand in your truth. When she said that, while I was listening to her to help me in in my finances, that applied to so many areas of my life. I really believe that when I heard her say that, it just set me on a different course because mm-hmm. I said, what is my truth in my marriage? What is my truth in my relationship with my children? What is my truth and just who I am when I show up in the world? So when I heard her say, stand in your truth, it unlocked something on the mm-hmm. inside of me that mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay. Yes. That I can only stand in my truth. I can't give anybody else anything um, that I don't have. So I owned everything about where I was at the present time. And that just stayed with me all these years. And uh, it helps me to be my authentic self, to stand in my truth, whatever that may be, you know, um, in whatever season of life I'm in, whatever relationship or connection that I've made, I have to stand in my truth. Absolutely. And I love the, the part I caught. I caught all of it. But the part I, I, I held on to was owning your part in where you were at and where you are at this time. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about that in, in the uh, in the prior podcast about your truth. 
owning your part that you played in this because oftentimes we like to blame our environment or our family mm -hmm. or how you know we grew up or you know the other person in the relationship we we're, we're seldom likely to own our part in that and so yes mabel stand in your truth meaning i had a part in this so where mm -hmm. i am right now i need to own up to that and you mm -hmm. can move forward when you do that that's mm -hmm. a great point Justina. that's a mm -hmm. great point it, it it really is a great point. And I think one of the things that we get caught up in when that starts to happen is we start to point the finger, you know, it's, it's their yeah. fault. It's the world's fault. Yeah. Gas is $10 a gallon fault. I mean, yeah. what, whatever is going on, right? Uh, yeah. There's always a way to, to point out. But I always look at this from an authenticity standpoint to say it all starts within. And that's mm -hmm. one of the things that I, I, I often preach about is what we're talking about, this transformation that's going to happen, all of that. It really is all about self-realization. Right. So the truths within yourself, uh, the goods and the bad, because yes. we're not going to sit yeah. here and say it's all going to be sunshine and roses. Right. There are going to be some parts that, you know, are going to be more challenging to deal with. But that's all part of the journey. That's all part of the growth and acceptance that needs to happen for you to truly show up as your best self and, and continue to be authentic to yourself as you go forward right. as well. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So we'll bring the presentation back in and then we will uh, finish up the last couple of bullet points that are on here. But, you know, it, it's it is uh, a very interesting journey. Uh, abort, uh, abort thoughts of perfectionism. And again, in a previous session, that was one of those times when my hand creeped up when you talk about <laughs> feeling like a wanting to be a perfectionist or having perfectionism. Uh, because if you come from that place, you've already kind of lost the war, not just the battle, but the war, mm -hmm. because we just recently did a, a, a session a few weeks ago, Bridget and I did, and the specific title is, you know, perfection does not exist, it, mm -hmm. and, and it doesn't. So you will never achieve true perfection. So if that's what you're striving towards, you're almost kind of defeating yourself out of the gate. And so starting to be able to understand and accept the fact that Yes, you absolutely, absolutely want to be the best you you can be, but will that, on that journey, will you ever reach that point of true perfection? That's not a realistic thing to expect. So that's that's one piece, and I'll finish the last one, and then we'll we'll share some more with the group here. Um, accept what is, and then let you know let that be the motivation for what can be. So, and, and basically what that means is, and that's also part of the authenticity piece, wherever you are, and, and Tristina mentioned a minute ago about finances, right? And, and maybe you are somewhere with that that you don't think you should be. And, but you have to accept that mm -hmm. and say, okay, I'm here. This is not where I want to be. What is it I do want for myself? And then use that as your truth, accepting that, and then start along that journey. But if you're going to deny and fight that this is where I am, then now you've already kind of defeated the purpose again. Because until you have some acceptance, it's really hard to move forward with it. Absolutely. And that's almost like a light bulb moment. Just accept where, where you are. Accept that, okay, this is where I am. Whether it be uh, your response, uh, your accountability or someone else's, it was whosoever mm -hmm. thought it was, you're here now. So, so let's just start right here. And that's your motivation of what can be, be. And that's a good thing. That's a beautiful thing, right? Because now you know, 
you know where there's a starting point because sometimes we get lost in all the things that are going on and we don't even know where to start. Um, because we haven't taken responsibility. So when you accept where, where we are right now, this is where we are, this is where I am, then we can move on and, and start planning um, the goals of what can be. And thank you, Kim, for giving yourself for the part that you played in this situation. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, we have to move forward and we can't we can't accept what it what <clears throat> is and start to move forward on what can be until we do have that forgiveness, until we do have those acceptance. We cannot move far of uh, uh, further along the line. And so you're right, Mabel, it does start within. Absolutely, it does start within. I'm sure, Cindy, you had something that you want to say? Yes, I want to go back to this aborting thoughts of perfectionism. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes what we miss, and I believe I was on that uh, podcast with you guys, because I remember touching on this, uh, that perfectionism as Brian said, there's no such thing as doing anything perfectly or mm. us being perfect. Mm. But what I shared is there is this uh, place where it may look to others as perfectionism or trying to be perfect. But I said there is this thing called excellence. Absolutely. And what excellence does is says, I'm going to show up as my best self and give Absolutely. you my best that I have to give. And whatever that is. Right. And so when you are truly an authentic person and you have the audacity to show up and pursue excellence, it's going to look to some people like perfection. Mm -hmm. Ain't nobody that good. <laughs> you know what I'm well, saying? They're happy. Yes. <laughs> right. Oh, my goodness. I remember when uh, I first started, uh, went back to work. I was uh, going through the divorce. I hadn't divorced yet. And... Um, I accepted a position on the campus and I was in ISS. I was filling in for a teacher that had went over to Romania. And I remember this teacher told me that she said, you won't have that smile on, the in, uh, on your face at the end of the day. And I thought, really? Hmm. So all through the time that I was in the classroom and I left ISS and actually became a teacher on that campus, that's just who I am. I keep a smile on my face and it doesn't have anything to do with the externals, right? Because I'm going through a divorce. I'm in the ISS classroom with kids that teachers are like, I can't handle them. You deal with them. But kept a smile on my face. And I think sometimes when we see that in people, we are always uh, apt to judge and be critical, Instead of saying, okay, whatever it is you got, I want to, I want to know. Yeah. So what I learned is that, and uh, Vince Lombardi has this uh, quote and it says um, that you can't, you can, you, you will, you can't reach perfection, but you can chase excellence, something to that nature. Mm -hmm. And I have just decided that who I am showing up as my authentic self I want to be excellent in all that I do. I want to be excellent in the way that I show up as a woman. And what I have decided that is for me, culture does not tell me what a woman is, is supposed to look like, what she's right. supposed to do and how she's supposed to behave. Um, a lot of that actually is built in my uh, desire, my decision to walk with God. Um, mm -hmm. I want excellence to show up in how I parent my children. It's not mm -hmm. about being perfect. 
but it is about having a set of principles that guides me into what I do. And so that, that, that audacity to show up and be excellent in all that you do, people don't understand that sometimes. Mm-hmm. And that's where they get pissed off. They get mad, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> because those haters. Actually, what you're doing is showing them that it's possible. It's possible. Right. And what, what that requires of them is, do I really want to say it can't be done when I see somebody doing it? Do I really want to be challenged to step it up a level? And so I think that's why I, I love that quote by Brene Brown, because you you are, y'all, I have been in some places where the way people have handled me because I dare to show up as myself is they were pissed off. Mm-hmm. They did mm-hmm. not like it. And that has hurt me because I'm very compassionate, uh, not as a people pleaser, but I do know how, as the scripture says, to prefer others than yourself. I know mm-hmm. how to do that. So when I show up as my authentic self and people don't receive that, it's tough. It is hard. And, and there were times I would walk away, and this is unfortunate, from family. I would be in tears. Yeah. I would be hurt because they didn't accept the way I showed up or they wanted me to be who they wanted me to be. And so learning how to be my authentic self and stand in my truth uh, in my late 30s has really been a blessing to me. Because now as I go into my 40s and I'm almost 50, um, this life cannot be lived based on what other people think you should be doing. Absolutely. And the audacity of that is you have to say, no, I get to choose me in the way that I show up. And I hope you will be OK with that. Yeah. Absolutely. I know yeah. that um, my experience is a little different because when I was younger, I was just like this. Right. And 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 I mean, very bold, um, you know, just I'm just there um, through life. I think experiences kind of changed me where I was a little bit more docile, maybe a little bit more um, um, quiet, if that's a, a, good, a word, good word for it. And so when I began this self-awareness journey and I became authentic in my truth, um, people that knew me then would say, well, it's good to have you back, right? Basically, oh, wow. <laughs> because yeah. you were this is who you were before, and you just yeah. changed, and now you're changing back. People that didn't know me through, you know, in my early younger years would be like, "Okay, she's changing. What's going on with her?" You know, I can't believe she's, you know, and who is she coming in here bringing sunshine, um, <laughs> right? And she must think she's cute. Oh, um, <laughs> so. Um, it was a different experience for me and where I was like this before. And I just look my experiences and, and life just kind of dim my light. And so mm-hmm. just during that journey, just come becoming aware who I, who I am and who I always was meant to be. Now I'm, I'm back into my authentic self. And yeah, it does take some boldness it, <laughs> because people will, will judge you. And I have walked away, not from family, but I have walked away from, peers, um, co-workers, um, so to speak, feeling like, well, you know, in my head, what did I say? Yeah. Um, yeah. Or did I say something? Or am I too bright? Um, and, what, and I'll talk about that later. You know, am I, am I shining too bright? Like, am I, am I making, am I covering over other people and making them dark? You know, mm-hmm. oh, that's the thing. We can talk about that. Wow. <laughs> a whole session. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that absolutely. So, um, the self-awareness is very critical. It is very critical. Yeah. 
Yeah, I love that quote here about self-awareness as a, a leader is important because that's how you lead. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, you you stand in your truth as a leader, and you if you're not self-aware to understand how that impacts others and the people around you, that can be very detrimental to you as a leader. So yes. this is a good transition, Tristina. Thank you for what you just shared. Yes. This brings us to the struggle, and this is really what we want to talk about next. And yeah. Bridget, you want to cover that for yeah. us? The struggle. Um, and so these are some of some of the concepts that you may um, face coming into your authentic, uh, your authentic self, leading an authentic life. Um, we may feel our safety will be compromised by being vulnerable. Um, you know, we fear that people will try to attack us verbally or they'll try to attack us um, with, you know, what we say to them and bring that back on us. Remember when you used to be. Mm hmm. Um, and bring our past back up. And so then we no longer feel safe being our authentic self in that in that circle. Um, the fear of not being accepted or understood the same way. Um, we're not people, we're recovering people pleasers, but we do want people to like us, so to speak. You know, I mean, it's, it would be insane for me to say, I don't care who likes me. Cause you know, we, but you do care, yeah. you do care. Um, and so we have a fear of not being accepted or understood. The people around us may struggle to make sense of how and why we are changing. And absolutely. And our change behavior may force others to question their own authenticity. And yeah. that is a part I love. Yeah. Um, that's so thought provoking because our light may then shine on others and they may see the darkness in them or they mm -hmm. may want now they're forced to show up as their authentic self. Mm -hmm. um, we we start to um, uncover other people's things, you know, um, yeah. because we're uh, we're standing in our authentic self. And so I use an example when I first started doing mentoring, my mentoring program for teen girls. And I was kind of really wondering, you know, why parents were. Look like parents would be all in on this, right? Be bring it, it should be thousands of girls, you know, in the community because it's so many that need it. And so someone brought to my attention, well, you know, sometimes empowering teen girls forces parents to become then empowered themselves. And some of them are very settled where they are, yeah. especially in different in different communities, right? In different environments. They're really subtle where they are. And so you empowering their, their team may force them to come out, you know, do away with the box. Um, if your teen girl comes home and she has all these bright ideas about how the household can benefit, then that forces a parent to then become empowered. And so your light, your, your changed behavior, your authentic life, net light now um, shines on other people and they're forced mm -hmm. to do it. So, of course, it's going to be a struggle. Yeah. Because they're used to doing it this way. Now you're trying to change things. You know, yeah. we've been doing it this way. Now you got a little education. Now you're doing <laughs> this. You know, you're in this, got this organization. Now you want to do this. You want to change lives. Okay. You know, so people will come at you like that. And yeah. so it will force others to question their own. And, and that's not always a bad thing if you really start becoming self aware. It's not a bad thing to have people around you that are changing. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I had a quote, if you are, if your circle, you know, if you're the smartest person in the circle, you need to find another circle, you know, <laughs> or if nobody is changing in that circle, you know, now you're not in a circle, you're in a cage. There you go. Oof. That's my, pass the plate. <laughs> <laughs> 
Brian, you have anything you want to say? Well, I wanted to that, that last piece you brought about the, the circle, right? And one of the things that uh, does come up a lot, especially with the struggle, is as you said, people are going to start to come at you at different ways just because yeah. of who are you? What's this different person? This is not who you've been. Where's all this change coming from? So you run into all these roadblocks. And um, one of the things that you will learn is that your peer group might need to change. Mm. Uh, and and, and it's another, wow. another thing that we've talked about in the past. Unfortunately, for you to truly be authentic to yourself, to live in your truths and all those different things, you may have to leave some people behind quote unquote. Wow. And that's an unfortunate part of the journey, but you, there is some to be able to elevate yourself. You may need to look at having a, a different peer group to start to move yourself up because as, as Bridget mentioned, I, and I love the analogy of it's almost like now all of a sudden being in a cage because you are trapped in a place where you no longer want to be based on wanting to self-evolve, have some self-realization, some self-growth. Uh, and to be able to do that, it's better to be in an environment that supports that and puts water on it, sees it grow, sees it blossom. Yeah. Uh, one quote that I have yeah. heard recently basically says, uh, environment will always conquer will. So no matter how strong your will mm. is, the environment that you're in will always conquer that. So mm. that's a very important thing to note as you take this journey. Yes, definitely. Just seen that. I love that quote. That was good. Uh, I want to just touch a little bit on uh, the fear of not being accepted, because I think sometimes that is the difficulty in showing up as your authentic self. Mm -hmm. Because as Bridget pointed out, we want to be in connection with others. We want to be accepted. And I think Brene Brown talks a lot about belonging. And when people don't accept you, you don't feel like you belong. And one of the reasons why it is so important for me to just accept people the way they show up is because, number one, I want them to feel that they belong. Because mm -hmm. if you feel like you belong, you can just show up as yourself. Mm -hmm. Right. You don't have to put on any pretense of what I think they want. And knowing that for myself, walking through some of those same things, I remember I had this was when, when we were in uh, Nacogdoches, Bridget. Um, one of my, uh, she's a business coach. And one of the things she told me, she said, whenever I saw you and whenever you would speak, I could tell you didn't belong here. Mm -hmm. And she wasn't saying that in a bad way. She was just saying, it's time for you to grow. It mm -hmm. is time for you to move to another place where who you are and what you bring and, and uh, the things that you are doing can be accepted. And I said, wow, I never thought about that. Because when you don't have people who accept you for who you are when you show up, and it's more crit criticism than it is uh, encouraging and support, then you don't feel like you belong and you just get stuck and settled in that place. Yeah. But once you spoke those words to me, even Bridget said the same thing. I've had people in my circle who see beyond Right. And they're encouraging that. So I didn't have to have fear anymore that I wasn't going to be accepted because I realized I'm going to outgrow some places. And unfortunately, people are connected to the places we're in and you're going to outgrow people just by the default of that place no longer supports who you are and who you're becoming. Mm -hmm. And so um, those who are on this journey of self-discovery and who am I and 
and how do I walk in that level of authenticity? Um, just know that you're going to outgrow some places. And that by nature means you're going to leave some of the people that you were connected to uh, in that place as you're growing. And that's okay. Don't, 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 don't abort the process of walking in your authenticity to stay comfortable in places where uh, you are settling for. No, even my transition from Texas moving here to Indiana required that I uh, own my self-discovery and where God was taking me and where he was leading me and knowing that you had outgrown that place. That doesn't mean it's bad. That doesn't mean the people are bad. I think I need to say that so people don't get the wrong idea. Right. But it's just if we are on this journey of growth and maturity, especially as we walk um, in different seasons of life. And for me, it's walking with God. You're going to outgrow those places. That's not a bad place. The people are not bad. It's just that's where you're headed on your journey and being your most authentic, authentic self in that place and the place where you're going helps you to keep growing and moving to where it is you're headed. And all, so many thoughts came in my head as you were talking. Um, two things. I, as a mentor for teen girls going into young adulthood, that is one thing that I stress upon them, especially coming, and my mentees are from a small town. Mm-hmm. It's nothing wrong with the small town. Um, don't mistake me saying, I want you to branch out as being Nacogdoches is bad. That's yeah. not what I'm saying. I'm saying you're going to outgrow those that environment, that community, those people, and that's okay. So don't try to hold on to them yeah. and abort your growth. Yeah. Um, it's going to be, because if, and then the next, second thing, if, the, if it was meant, if that circle or those friends or that whatever it is was meant to become, be, be um, uh, consistent or lifetime, it will come back around. Christina and I haven't saw each other in years. Um, and but our connection was our authentic selves and our yep. authenticity. And we we knew that yep. when we first met. Um, and we hadn't talked to each other for a while because we both had to go and move on mm-hmm. into our separate journeys, right? And then it came back full circle and now we're here. So that's just evidence that if it's if that friendship or that that um, involvement, however it may be, is meant to be, it'll come back around. But your mm-hmm. growth is more important. Your your self-awareness is more important. Your being come, showing up as your best self yeah. is more important. And so that is what I teach my girls. Um, so great point, Christine. I'm glad you said what you said. Great point. Thank yeah. You. And I want to jump in there, Bridget, too, because um, just as you just said about how you, you explained to your girls, they're going to they're going to grow, they're going to evolve and probably uh, outgrow that community or that circle that they've become mm-hmm. used to. And, you know, one of the things that to definitely uh, instill in them is to say, you know, that's not a bad thing, A, but B, it's OK. Now you can actually become the beacon that mm-hmm. they can, others can yeah. strive to come after yes. right? So and, and, and honor that and be that, right? Uh, yeah. And wrap yourself in kind of that blanket of, you know, I can be the beacon. I can be the guiding light. Hey, you guys should follow me versus Absolutely. the other way around. So I, I just yeah. want to throw that on top of it. Love it. Love it. Yeah. So I think that brings us to our, our final page. Uh, and let's, let's bring this in. Let's talk about this. So we've talked so far about um, what being authentic to yourself is all about. That's from a standpoint of, you know, your truths and living in that, uh, being true to yourself, being true to others around you, that there is no box. So whether, so there's no being in it or out of it. 
the box just doesn't exist. We've gone through all of those different parts and pieces. We've talked about how that's going to upset some people and they're going to come back at you in various ways. So there's going to be some struggle to this whole process. But at the end of it, there is a prize. And Bridget, you want to tell them, talk about what the prize is? So when we are our true, authentic selves, we can love ourselves for our strengths. We can accept our vulnerabilities and we can acknowledge our worth. And, and not just introduce ourselves by our career or our accolades. Yes. Um, and we talked about that before. And so when we are our true authentic selves, then we know our worth. Then we introduce ourselves as our true selves, who we are, our best selves. And and not just what we do for a living, um, what yeah. we uh, the accolades we've uh, won or accomplished. Um, and so to me, that is the prize. To me, yes. that is the prize of becoming um, your authentic selves and and being, you know, the audacity to do that, you know, having the audacity to do that. Um, like we said all through the session is it takes um, some boldness. It takes some courage. You have to be fearless um, and you have to be ready to accept some truths about yourself, you know, to yourself, not just others. You have to start, like Brian said, within first. You have to start within first. So it's an internal thing. Um, and then those things that you identify um, internally, you can then express those outwardly to the people in your, in your circle. And just um, like you say, they don't have to, you don't have to ask for permission. Like Tristina said, you don't have to ask for permission for them to accept you. Um, mm -hmm. It is what it is. And then meet people where they are. Um, yeah. Meet people where they are. If they don't accept it, this is who I am. It's not a compromise. Right. And so you you definitely want to meet people where, where they are. And so that's the prize of this whole journey. Yeah. 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 I would just say, you know, the prize for me personally and being able to walk in my authenticity has been finding a sense of comfort and courage because I didn't have any level of peace with trying to people please, trying to show up as who people thought I should be. And so it's not a place of getting comfortable, but you can find comfort in that it's okay to be me. Mm -hmm. I don't have to show up as anybody else. Um, and the reality is there ain't nobody else like me anyway. <laughs> it's not. It's not. And why would I rob the world of who I am and who God has created me to be? So, mm -hmm. um, and then the courage that it has taken to walk this out. You know, uh, a big thing that for me was fearing the loss of people showing mm -hmm. up as yourself. Mm -hmm. But um, losing some people has showed me what I need to start valuing most important anyway. And I didn't lose them because I left their life. They left my life. And so I started to look in a different direction instead of saying it was something wrong with me. So now I value this place of uh, being authentic and having the audacity to show up as me. I want to share something real quick because I think it's important um, and I won't get into the whole issue behind it, but sometimes as women, it's hard for us to show up as our authentic selves in a place where men normally lead and rule. It's hard in marriage. You know, sometimes we're told men are the head and you're supposed to follow and all this. So how do you show up as a woman and in, in who God has created you as a woman and still be your authentic self? Because uh, I didn't always find encouragement in that place or 
acceptance of who I was. And then in business, you know, working with men who predominantly or uh, or most of the time they hold positions of authority. Uh, I remember I had a, a person, you know, we had the same title and we were having a conversation and asked me, well, who do you think you are? You need to remember who you're talking to. And I knew at that moment, it wasn't about our title because we had the same title, but it was about the place of authority that they thought they had over me. Mm-hmm. And it is this conversation really is, is so deep and so important mm-hmm. because we really can't show up as our authentic selves in a world that has placed some others as more valuable than others. And as women, we have been devalued in many sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so this has been a journey for me on so many different levels of how to be um, my true authentic self. God didn't place me in the earth as a man. He placed me in the earth as a woman. And I'm going to own it, all mm-hmm. of it. Oh, and yeah. so, you know, that is the part that I have loved absolutely about um, being authentic. That's the prize. Matter of fact, I'm the prize. You know? <laughs> I love it. Yes, yes, yes. yes I love it. Yes. Um, and that's just for me, right? That doesn't come to, to say anything about any, that's just for me. And, and I have had to walk that out. And I see in others, uh, someone made a comment, try managing men from various diverse cultures. It's a whole other whole issue. Other. Yes, it really is. Yeah, we could do this for, for hours, <laughs> like the sun says. <laughs> yes. Um, but I'll just finish by saying that, you know, this is just about taking true ownership and not needing anyone's anyone else's permission to show up as me. I think that at the heart of of being your authentic self is what really is the prize that, you know what, I get to show up. I don't need anybody's permission and it's going to look different. Uh, And in a culture where, you know, we support same and we encourage same when people are different in their authenticity, in their authentic selves, we we don't know what to do with that sometimes. Mm -hmm. So um, find out where your prize is in being authentic and just own it. Absolutely yep. own it. Yep. I will I say that this new generation, I learned over the, uh, uh, the uh, pandemic um, uh, that we went through, they've come up with some innovative ways to as of uh, 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 making money in careers that mm-hmm. we Never our generation and then the, even the one after ours did not come up with. So I would I can really say just by talking with a lot of young adults now that they are very they're showing up authentic. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. They have they're very innovative and, you know, they don't do the regular nine to fives anymore and they can't hold them into those into mm-hmm. that into that box anymore. And so yeah. I think it's just the older generations that have become, you know, so stagnant and so so um, combative in terms of showing up as your best self. And, and those are the people that are saying, you know, who does she think, who does he think he is? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Now he's trying to be this and now she's trying to be this. And so, yeah, it is, it does. You have to um, really look at um, yourself and the circle you, that, and then see how they re, um, respond to you. Mm-hmm. I, I tend to think that um, 
I am the sum of all of my experiences and I am made up of all the people that I surround myself with. Right. And so you can see yourself in a lot of people. You may want to say, "Mm -mm -mm, I'm not like them, but if you're spending a lot of time with them, it is something that you have. It's some commonality somewhere in there. So you need to really identify just not just inwardly, but outwardly as well. When you start to do this um, authentic uh, journey and, um, Another thing I want to say is the prize. I love when you say you are the prize because you are, and we are the prize. And a lot of people don't see that. And you won't see it at first too, because you're changing into some, into this person that you've always wanted to be. Right. And so then you, you, you're always in your head. I know I am. I'm not sure about ever anybody else. I'm in my head. Should I have said that? And when I come off as my authentic self, sometimes I play back the response and okay, well, well, what did I say? And then what did they say? And then what did I say? So how did they come off man? Like, what was it? I had to stop doing that. Yeah. I had to stop playing that back in my head because now yeah. I'm, I'm being my authentic self. I'm showing up as my best self. I know that I am. So I have to stop doing that because that's still a small form of people pleasing. It's just yeah. mentally, right? It's just mentally doing that. Yeah. So yes, we are the prize when we tro- show up as our true authentic selves. You know, we can love our strengths and not just what we do for a living and not just our career because um, we can get caught up in that and we start mm-hmm. living, um, you know, not living to a life, but just just existing. And so uh, being an authentic self changes like your whole world around you. Yeah. I guess basically what I'm trying to say. Um, and so yes, I love the way you said we are the prize. I, I'm yeah. I'm gonna write that and put that on. <laughs> I want to jump in there too, Bridget, because uh, and you just you kind of just uh, alluded to you know you are the prize, right? And 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 getting to that and understanding that. So if you go back here, this that last line says knowing your worth, right? And I think that's where getting to the understanding of you being the prize kind of all lies in that area until you can get to a point in your life where you're truly comfortable with your worth, who you are, know what you're about, what you stand for. All of that is tied into you having that realization, that comfort that I am the prize. You know, it doesn't matter how they judge me or what they think about me. Yeah. Uh, the other piece I want to jump in on to when we talk about that is we just did a session a few weeks ago talking about comparing your life, right? And uh, basically stop comparing your life, right? Because that's yeah. another piece of this that can really undercut all of the work that you may do to try to be your authentic self. Because if you start looking over the fence, what's happening in their backyard? Mm-hmm. And, and that's, oh, I need to do this or yeah. I should do that or I really like this. Now you're actually doing things that are of value to other people, not truly of value to yeah. you because you're just doing it from a comparison basis yeah. to keep up with the Joneses per se. Right. And as I said in that particular video, what happens is you may attain it, right? You may get that same thing, but mm-hmm. you're not going to be satisfied with it yeah. because it's not truly what was in you to begin with. It doesn't resonate with what's happening inside your soul. And yeah. that's why it all starts with what's really going on inside of you. Those, that's that's right. the key place to look. And if you so if you're going to put forth the effort, you're going to try to make a difference in your life. If you're going to make some changes. Do it based on what's inside of you and let that come out. Don't take what's out right. in the world and try to bring that in because that's not going to satisfy you. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's let's bring it home then. This is the question of the day. And basically, it's a takeaway. So we're not saying we need to answer this question today, per se. We will give some examples. Um, But the question is, 
I am not true to myself when I blank. Ladies, any thoughts, anything that you can think of that you might want to share to fill um, in that blank? I, well, I will say one and, and, and then I'll give it some more thought. I am not true to myself when I cannot express my feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, that's in a relationship, at work, um, whatever the case may be. If I feel like my feelings are not going to be validated, I am not mm-hmm. my true self. Um, I might as well just shut down. I might as well just leave. Um, I'm not going <laughs> to yeah. be my true. I'm not going to be true to myself yeah. when I cannot express my feelings. Okay. Christina? That's excellent. That's one yeah, of them. That's good. Yeah. Uh, I am not my true self when I can't show up as, as my authentic self. Mm-hmm. I know that may sound a little wordy, but if I can't show up as me, I'm just not going to be true to me. I'm just not, I'm not going to produce at the level that I can. Uh, I'm not going to connect and, and, and interact with people at the level that I can. Um, it's, it's very difficult for me to show up in these um, corporate business type meetings because most of that is always led by uh, what's in your head and not what's in your heart. Mm-hmm. And I'm very compassionate. Uh, I prefer people um, over, you know, uh, policy and practices. And so it has been a challenge for me to see what that looks like, uh, especially working as a teacher in education and seeing some of those dynamics. So when I can't just show up as me, as my authentic, uh, compassionate, loving, um, empathetic self, it's difficult. It's difficult for me to produce and do anything else uh, of value and worth. And um, so, yeah. yeah and Kim, Kimberly Down said um, when she she's not her true, she's not true to herself when she stops self-loving mm-hmm. herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And that's definitely that's definitely one. When you no longer feel like you're loving your own self or, or you're taking care of you, you cannot tro- show up. Um, as your true self, you cannot right. be true to yourself. I know another, I, and I kind of piggyback on what Tristina says. If I, I, I prefer people over policies mm-hmm. um, and I can't show up in a boardroom meeting. Um, I'm probably going to say something funny. Um, <laughs> and, um, and it, it, you know, I'm serious when I need to be, but I'm not, yeah. I, you know, I have a lot of love and compassion for people yes. and, you know, in, in the community around me. So, to stick to policy, I'm 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 a, in a, in my heart person, not in my feelings, but in my heart person, yes. and yes. so I'm going to always express those feelings. I'm going to always express what I think is going to be best, and so um, I'm like you, Tracina. I could never. Yeah, I could yeah. never. Yeah. Brian. Yeah. So mine is interesting uh, because it's it's um, kind of a dichotomy of two things. So it's one me, right, and one I have learned as far as being authentic to myself and being my true self and putting it out there is if I am in person and with in with the individual or I can definitely stand and be true to myself. But if it's indirect, like a text message to someone that I don't really know or an email that needs to be sent, I do find myself rewording it and re-editing it and going yes. back over it to try to, to try <laughs> what's my tone and how am I coming yep. across and, and all of yeah. these things. So that's one area for me that uh, I, I, I do struggle in, uh, yeah. from a, just delivering that first thought, that first yeah. emotion, 
and and letting that be what it is is really yeah. sometimes in that indirect communication um, yeah. getting into that and, and doing that okay yeah thank you so for that, that yeah that brings us to the end let's uh, anybody have anything else they want to share or say as our final thoughts time for today well, I want to thank you, Tracina. It has been more than a pleasure um, to engage with you about this. Um, I want to tell our audience, you know, stay tuned for for our, our tea series. This is just the beginning. It is going to be a great journey as we go through this transformation within ourselves and with you. Um, and thank you. Thank you for your um, engagement as well to our audience. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Tristina, it was great having you on and we'll, we'll do some more of these different things in the future. We look forward to that. Um, Sounds great. Up, I've enjoyed it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Coming up in, in the, the, the few weeks where we're coming up, we got several more things to support the five T's. We're really going to be focused in our next session, transitioning, talking about the authenticity piece to getting more on the, the truth topic. And truth can be very tricky. And as I said, because there is your truth and it is the truth and Sometimes those things don't line up. So really understanding what that is. And then once you do understand what the truth is, being able to actually just live in it, express it, and let that be what the world sees and understands about you. So we're going to dig deeply into that because, as we said earlier, it's not all going to be sunshine and roses. And sometimes we go through life and we're trying to show the world all of our greatness, but we're trying to hide all of the things that maybe are not so great. But in doing that, you're actually not being authentic because you are not going to be a perfect person. So starting to get comfortable with that and owning that is going to be the key. And that's all going to be part of learning what your truths are and how to stand on and live in those truths. So that's what's going to be coming up in the future. But our first one um, you did you missed um, and it's going to be a strong one is transparency. Yes. Transparency. That is a, that's going to be a hard one. Um, because we fear people seeing right through us. Right. Um, and, and, you know, I know for me, it's big for me to say, I'm going to be very transparent with you. Um, and a lot of people say, I'm going to be very transparent with you, but are they, we don't know. Um, so talking about being transparent, you know, what that, what that looks like for you, how do you begin being transparent versus what you've done this whole time in terms of just talking to people and not letting them, letting you, letting them in. So that's really a fear, letting people in. So I'm excited about that. Yep, yep, yeah. A lot, a lot more great stuff to come. So I want to thank everybody for joining us today, ladies. This was fantastic, uh, and we look forward to seeing you all in the upcoming episodes. So look for the information online, whether that's on Facebook or on YouTube. And until then, everyone take care, and uh, we look forward to seeing you all soon. Bye bye. Have a great weekend. Bye, bye everyone.